Good evening, good morning, good night, whenever you are listening to this. This is Squawk Talk. I am your host, Joaquin Arredondo, and co-host here is Roberto Ramirez. Roberto, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, y'all. I am the co-editor-in-chief for the Eagle's Eye, which is Aikens High School's uh, student-led and student-made publication here at Aikens High School. All right, and we are brought today with a guest onto our first episode, Michael Angelus. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Homecoming Queen twenty twenty two. That was about that was about like the first thing I was about to say. <laughs> um, yes, I am Homecoming Queen twenty twenty two. I'm also the voice of Akins, you know. So if you ever hear me, it's it's me. <laughs> so if you ever hear my name, that's me. Right. The voice in the announcements. In yeah, the, the voice in the announcements. Okay. Um, that's kind of about it. <laughs> Michael, um, sorry to interrupt, but Michael, uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Like, what do you do? What I do, um, like, can you like elaborate on that? Like, yeah, of course. Like, any after school programs? Are you involved with any academic uh, programs? Um, well, um, not in the school per, per, per se. I did join the Marine Corps, like at the start of school so i missed like three days at the start of school and then came back with a marine p (laughs) t-shirt and every single saturday and sometimes sunday i go to the marine corps office recruiting office and you know just do a lot of physical training (laughs) all right so you joined the marines yeah i um my ship out day is well right now it's uh july 10th of 2023 so like right after uh school ends you know i'm just getting set up to be shipped out wow that's impressive yeah uh, i have a few questions i was meaning to ask you about um what is your gender or what identifies your sexuality um i identify as a what's up oh nothing oh. i was just um saying uh, to be close to the mic Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so my sexuality, what I identify as, is you know, male. You know, he, he, him. Uh, him. Pronouns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Born a male. Uh, cis male. Well, that's the well, term of it, of being born a male and being a male. A cis male. Oh, that that's the term. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I understand. I, sometimes it gets a little tricky, but yeah. cis male means you were born as a male and and also identify as a male. Yeah. Yes. Then yes, I am a cis male. And what do you identify to be your sexuality? Um, back in middle school, actually, uh, I tried something out. You know, did a little bit of experimenting. Uh, you know, I was like a closeted bisexual back in middle school. I tried it out. I dated actually. Uh, one of my friends secretly for was it seven seven months and then it kind of just turned out i didn't like it so right now as we speak um i am a straight male all right so you were experimenting in middle school but now you're straight yes all right that's nice now um a back a little bit of backstory on why you're here Roberta. Uh, i was meaning to ask a little question on why the homecoming or the homecoming queen were not mentioned in the uh, newspaper. I can, I can definitely give some insight as to why you're here, Michael, and uh, the whole purpose of this podcast. So we got word um, from both, uh, from you that you were uh, a bit upset that you weren't in this uh, issues uh, newspaper. And oh, yeah, there's been, definitely. 
there's been uh, talk amongst the student body and even teachers uh, amongst themselves as well that um, they are a bit upset over your homecoming win. They believe that um, that you just ran for uh, that position as a form of queer baiting, to quote, to quote, and just as kind of like a gimmick, as a joke. Uh, real quick, what, yes. what is queer baiting? Uh, so queer baiting uh, is what some people in the LGBTQ community identify as when you try to think, or you try to, how do I say it? Like market yourself as something that you're not, as like someone who's part of the LGBT community. Like you were running for, like in this example, they thought that you were running for homecoming queen because they thought your motives were that you were going to be the first like trans male or you're the first like not part of the LGBTQ community male. Like their problem with you is that they, well, what queer baiting is, is that they thought that you were baiting people who were queer into voting for you because they thought you were too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see. I can see where they get that. I can see uh, problems that um, that occurred too. You know, um, I don't. I don't think I. I don't believe that I was queer baiting. I don't believe that I was doing it to you know poke fun at them or like embarrass them in any way. It's more like you know, it's never been done before, and I wanted to be the uh, was it marker that kind of did it first you know um anything else to be the change yeah be the change that, that was that, yeah that was my motto as um as me running for homecoming queen all right like there was there was a quote that my friend said to me and it's crazy because it's also a jfk quote and it, it says like if not us who if not now when that, that kind of stuck with me as I was running because if I didn't if I didn't do it like how do you know if anyone is gonna do it you know was it Paul was, did Paul tell you did oh man yeah <laughs> it was Paul yeah it was it was Paul it was Paul he's a really great guy really great guy yeah. one of my closest friends actually Paul Cannon he was also running for homecoming king Wood, yeah he, he was um he wasn't like he he got his name said in the in the announcements and then but, but when we looked at the ballot his name wasn't there so there was a bit of mix up there but I made sure that they fixed that stuff like that. Another rumor was that they thought the only reason you were running was to kiss Paul Kennedy on stage, like well not on stage but on the field while winning. If you guys both won it, that that was one of. Oh, that that wasn't a rumor. That was that was for real about to happen. If, oh, that was straight up. That was straight up. Like Paul said it. And we talked about it. And I was like, you know, I don't, I, I don't like you in a like loving way, but like a brotherly love kiss type stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. I, like I don't see anything wrong with kissing another man. I don't see anything wrong with like all that. Of so course. I was just like, all right, sure, yeah, sure. I see. Yeah. So that was just one of the rumors we wanted to clear up. Yeah. And I guess this is another question for you, Roberta, on why was. Some of the nominees that I saw, uh, like Mika Fisher, on the paper, but not anything about Homecoming King or Queen. So to firstly begin, of course, with this podcast uh, and why we're doing this, Michael, of course, is to address those concerns that you might have over as to why you weren't included in this paper as well. And just to kind of like um, have something on the record. You also had concerns that we might have been possibly discriminating against you. 
And I just want to put there in the fact right now that here in the Eagle's Eye, we do not like to discriminate against people uh, whatsoever. You know, we have a very strict journalistic code of non um, discrimination against anyone, regardless of age, sex, gender, race, all of the above, right? That's, that's understandable. Right. And we uh, hold ourselves very highly accountable to it. Uh, even for a student-led paper, we always follow uh, journalistic ethics, just like how pros would do it. Yeah. And of course, um, the reason I want to say as to why you weren't uh, in this issue's paper is that we got the news of the controversy that you um, that happened uh, because of your uh, nomination. We got that news and controversy pretty uh, late into our uh, deadline. So once we got that news and um, concerns about your the legitimacy of your win, it was already far too late on our deadline to actually include uh, both you and Rose's photos of your nominations and win, along with uh, the backstory behind the win and some of the concerns that y'all might have. Uh, of of um, course, oh, go ahead. I'm yeah. Sorry. And what I did realize is that RJ, the one who won King, was on there, but like he didn't. Uh, it didn't say that like this is your homecoming King, but he was still included on there, and that's uh, that's what I, you know, kind of got a little bit heated about because um, I would I would be okay if you didn't say you know this is this is your homecoming Queen, but no, um, just like have me have me out there. Because I basically, in my in my eyes, in many people's eyes that I've speak, spoken to, um, I basically like did something that's never been done before in the history of this school, which I believe is really worthy for like a paper for for that. Right, and of course, with that, um, this is the whole reason for the podcast as well. So to just kind of like give you a chance to uh, reiterate your win. And to just address any concerns that um, people might have about the legitimacy of your win, and just to give your general uh, outtake on the subject in general, because as I was saying before uh, with the paper, we're running very tight on the deadline. We even extended our uh, main date of publishing, which was in, in the end of September, to uh, the first days of October, and it was just basically a snowball effect of different uh, factors that were. Uh, hindering our ability to publish practically everything that was going on in school. Of course, not everything uh, can be reported, unfortunately. So with this podcast, um, I want to say that it gives you a chance to just kind of like express yourself in this uh, form of way. So um, to talk about it more and to like really delve into it instead of just a little piece on the newspaper. Yeah. Right. Really right. Dive into the topic. All right. Like, how did you come up with the idea of running for where did you come up with the idea of running for homecoming queen? Like, where, what inspired you? This is where um, most of the controversy looks at in terms of my uh, me running and me actually winning is because at first I was just like, imagine I run for queen and then like I was with a classroom with Paul, one of the uh, uh, nominees or the on the what was it, ballot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was talking to him, and he wanted to run for king. And since, you know, I'm that type of friend that 
doesn't want to dethrone one of my friends because, you know, I want that too. I want a title too. I was like, what if you run for king and I run for queen? He was like, you won't. <laughs> that was basically what he. That was basically what he said. He said a lot more, but I just can't remember what he said. He was just like, "You will, you will not." I was like, "Why? Why not?" Was like, "Cause it's never been done before." It's like, I'm the type of person that do that no one has done before. And he was like, "You know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you run and everything." So it was those doubts that you couldn't run for homecoming queen that made you run. It yeah, was those was, doubts. Yeah, those ba- basically, you know, everyone was just everyone like. Everyone in the class, I was like, when I announced it, like, I literally just stood up and I was like, guys, I'm running for queen. And then they, they all met with an applause or you met with a cheer. I was met with confusion. I was met with uh, like stares, saying like, and they all said, it's like, you can't run for queen. And, and I told them, why not? You know, it's it's a it's a different generation. It's a different year. A lot of a lot of things has changed ever since, you know, school uh, first started. You know, and you know it's it's basically like the twenty twenty second century, twenty first, twenty first century, twenty first century, and I just believe that it could be done when no one else did. Would you say that um, that was your intention to run, or did you have another uh, motive as to run for a homecoming queen? Um, my intentions to run is uh, where. Where the controversy uh, kind of just skyrockets, uh, skyrockets, because a lot of people think that I was running for uh, jokes and like stuff like that. And at first, not gonna lie, I, I was. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them that that I was running for a joke, not to like upset anybody, but like imagine this could happen. You know, type type of joke. But uh, after a while, and after speaking with a lot of people that you know actually started to believe that I could be the first male homecoming queen. I started to, I started like to think like one day, one night, um, I was just sitting, I was just sitting around and then I was thinking, it's like, dang, you know, if I do this, this could change like a lot of things, you know, this could change. This could be like everywhere, you know, this could be, uh, how do I say it? Like universal, like this is, you were setting a precedent, like yeah. this is the f- first thing that I was gonna do, and uh, people from other years following are gonna like follow exactly. this precedent. And I was yeah. gonna inspire. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I was that's what I was going for after I had that uh, how do you say epiphany? Is that how you say it? Yeah. And after I started making it more serious and more, you know, I want to win, not not for jokes, but like this this is a huge moment for this school. A lot of people started looking at me and being inspired. Like people on my bus started saying, "It's like you know, you inspired me to do the do the same next year." And I was like, "That's that's really great, you know." And like I started like feeling proud of myself for giving giving them that like type of how do you say um, confidence to do all this, you know? Because it only takes one person to change everything. Yeah, so your peers really thought that it was very inspirational. But like, how did the other nominees? Because I'm sure that you've met the other on oh yeah, most homecoming queen nominees when you were going through the election. Oh, most like definitely. Um, how did they feel about it? Mika, uh, she she first went up to me. Uh, I remember I remember this. She first went up to me. I don't know if she does, but she went up to me. And was like, 
are you really running for homecoming queen? And I was like, this is the part where I was, um, you know, getting serious about uh, running. I was like, yes, and I hope to win. Like, good luck to you, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm also a good luck to me. <laughs> You're a competitive person? I, I'm most definitely. I'm very competitive. Very competitive. And, you know, she was just like, okay. And then uh, a few, few weeks went by, and, like, once I got my name out there, people started, like, saying, vote for me, vote, uh, vote for her, vote for all, all these other people. It started getting political, and Mika was you know just not having it you know because it was to the point where people were ripping down her posters just because they didn't like her just because you know that's when it went too far yeah that's when it went too far and then she looked at me and said he's like you know what i kind of want you to win (laughs) and and i was just i was just like oh really like now now i'm kind of like Oh, okay, damn. <laughs> so you say that they were happy when they saw that you won? I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wouldn't say that, like, they were uh, happy because, you know, they were running for, they were running for their reasons and they wanted to win as well, you know, but they kind of, kind of just expected it. Like, uh, Valeria, one of the um, candidates for Homecoming Queen, uh, went up to me and said, you know, this, this, uh, this is kind of getting too political. And to be honest, this is her exact words, all right? To be honest, I want you to win. Not a maybe, not a like, if you win, I, I wouldn't be mad. It's like, I want you to win. And I was like, damn, she's one of the actual candidates. And, you know, she wants me to win. Did and they want you to win because of the backlash you heard or because of rumors that were being spread? They, they, wanted, they wanted me to win. I believe I don't really know their their reasons, but I believe they wanted me to win because you know there was just too much going on while running. You know, it became too much of a political debate, like it's uh, Democratic versus Republic, you know, type stuff, where there was people, uh, I would say, huge disagreements, people ripping down posters, taking them down. Like I, I even saw this one. Uh, one kid just like kind of just ripped down Mika's poster because she was like uh oh, uh f this f this person you know and they just ripped it off and they just out. they just ripped it off i was like such an awe because i never seen it happen i just only heard like people saying that you know this is this is getting too political i was, it was like shocking for you it was it was shocking cuz like it's just i just don't understand because it's only like it's not like I'm gonna be in charge or something. It's just I a popularity win. contest. It's just a popularity contest, yeah. Yeah, it's just votes coming in for who is going to be homecoming queen and king. It's just votes from students. It's nothing more than just how popular you are, how much traction you get behind you. Yeah. And I guess it felt great winning that crown. Where is that crown by the way? Or do you yeah. keep the tiara? <laughs> is it a crown or a tiara? It's a tiara. It, I keep it like I have a uh, dummy, right? It's like some Jeffrey Dahmer type stuff. <laughs> but I have a I have a dummy, right? And I, it's like a severed head of a dummy that I I found in what was it? New Jersey when I was visiting my aunt. I just brought it back to the states. You know, it's it's kind of creepy thinking about it. You know, just imagine checking my bag and you just see a severed head of a dummy. 
That's, that, that, would, that would bring up a lot of questions. But I did not get stopped. You know, they did not question anything. But when I when I saw that I had the dummy, I was like, dang, this is a perfect place to place this. And so what I did, I bought a shelf just for this uh, one one dummy head and this tiara to be placed on top. And and then I have uh, I still have the sash, and I just hang it right next to it. <laughs> wow. And I also have the dress in a like a closet, like a glass closet, so you could see right next to the, uh, everything else too. The dress you wore on homecoming the night. Yeah, the dress I wore for homecoming. I'm, I like I was about to wear heels, and I was just like, no, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to walk in them. <laughs> what did you wear rather than heels then? I wore the I wore I wore these shoes, the Jordans that I'm wearing oh, right now. Yeah. The Jordans and the dress. Yeah. So Michael. Um, before we begin our closing statement and everything, did you have any questions for us or for the eco-design in general that I could possibly answer? Oh, yeah. Um, my question is, you know, like, you guys, the Eagle's Eye brings out the news and stuff like that and, like, big things that happen. Like, I, I, I read your papers, you know, ever since, I would say, start of junior year. When I saw the papers, I saw something interesting. I forgot. It was, like, it caught my attention, you know. So I started reading the papers more and more. And, you know, it, when I won Queen and not seeing me on it, it made me, like, think, you know, even though there's a lot of controversy towards, you know, my win, even though there's a lot of people saying, you know, why put, why put him on? His, he's, a, he's a fraud or stuff like that. Spreading rumors. Spreading, spreading all these rumors. It's it's still a giant moment, like a humongous moment amongst all of Aikens, mm-hmm. because come to my like research, I was researching about this that I don't think no no guy no no male has won Homecoming Queen, and seeing me do it and not seeing uh, something about about me. That's on the paper. I was kind of confused about that because even though this is, you know, it's, it's con- controversial to, you know, the school, it's still a huge moment for the school. And I believe that if it's a huge moment, you should print that out on the paper. All right. And uh, just to reiterate what I said before, of course, the equals eye does not discriminate whatsoever. And of course, um, we do not shy away from like controversial topics, of course. Like, yeah, if the space and time allowed it, then yeah, we would have included you in the paper along with the backstory within your uh, nomination and win and have you on the paper. But just because of the time restraint and the space restraint that we were working with, um, we had to make that sacrifice right there and now uh, to not include uh, you or Raul's uh, nominations inside the paper. And so with this podcast, uh, we were hoping that um, we're able to just set this in stone, you know, we yeah. to have your statement, your story, and your thoughts in general for the public to hear. Yeah. Uh, another thing that, like, I know that you say that there's no discrimination amongst Eagle Eye. You know, there there is absolutely zero tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. But I did hear a few rumors. You know, I do believe you, but just to like notify you that there are some rumors saying that 
they did, they're discriminatory towards my win. And because, you know, these people hate me, they decided not to put me in the paper just because of that. When you say uh, those people, are you talking about like Eagle's Eye staff? Yes, Eagle's Eye, Eagle's Eye staff. Like, I'm not going to uh, say any names because they, they told me the names. And I, I, I just, you know, I just said that, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's kind of confusing. But I do believe you when uh, there is no discriminatory and just because of the time and, you know, the snowball effect that you guys had, you guys just didn't have enough to put me or Raul in. Right. Um, of course, uh, I just want to debunk those rumors and just say that none of us here in the Eagle's Eye uh, did not want to include you in the paper just because we had a grudge, a grudge against you. Of course, we we simply couldn't. We were working with the snowball effect uh, because we had a couple of new uh, editors who were still managing the system and all of that, along with um, our... Uh, uh, time and space constraints basically and it's my job as the co-editor-in-chief to make these tough decisions of whether or not to include something on the paper or uh, include on the paper and so um, with my judgment I had to make that call as to not uh, include uh, the homecoming king and queen uh, nominations but just to again say that we did not discriminate against you uh michael and uh, with this we hope that uh we're able to just kind of like bury the hatchet and yeah. just document your story yeah well it did make for a great topic for our first episode for squawk talk for our first <laughs> podcast episode yeah. it made for a great topic a great story to talk about it definitely did i did like this conversation as well yeah mm-hmm. Well, that was it. Good night, good evening, good morning to anyone who is listening to this. Hope you all have a fantastic day, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much, y'all, for listening to the Squawk Talk. Once again, stay tuned for any new updates that we might have. Thank you so much. All right.